It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Hi there, this is Adam Kiebers. This is another episode of my podcast where we talk about actually various things. So it all started with my um, work as an uh, as an as an author. This is why the uh, title. Uh, this is why the title of this podcast is uh, my work as an author. But then things changed, so we are right now with. Uh, uh, um, desire a very interesting topic indeed. I am here in Ordu in Turkey. This is a Black Sea region, provincial town, or um, it has been promoted to a big city. However, uh, we are still in the pandemic. That, and I hope that all you are, all of you outside there are doing fine. And thank you for joining my podcast. The last time yesterday we talked about um, the Oedipus complex, the relationships and what might lead to the development of homosexuality as well as what might lead to a certain desire in 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 an adult. Um, uh, we came to the conclusion, no matter whether you agree with the psychoanalysis or not, that uh, that the first year you have as a child are very formative they in a way determine the your desire I mean what you desire your sexual orientation as well so the emphasis again and the key question was that <clears throat> your desire is a part of your social gender partially of of course there's heterosexual desire but in a way that uh, homosexuality is not something you are born with but rather that is is a social gender as well so uh, simply put there is just no biological indication whatsoever that someone would be just different from us or from heterosexuals and so on however i mean today we will uh, continue uh, those psychological implications these are this they are the second big topic uh, the first was if you remember social implications where we tried to some sort of have a broader broader scope and now we have a very or more narrow scope however it is very important to emphasize that they play into each other so you cannot separate uh, let's say let's say social effect to us with with a psychological effect to us simply uh, a simple uh, example would be a child from the middle class from the working class and from the upper class have different social conditions have uh, different value things which uh, the 
their surroundings demand from them, want from them. So, so um, in some, some, uh, this is what we know. I mean, this is what we know in from Bourdieu. This is what we know from many sociological uh, research that certain social, uh, social, uh, not certain, but but that that your your social class determines what you demand of your child how you want to raise it what is being uh, promoted in children what they should accomplish what they should or what world through and world approach should they have i mean again an example um, it is well known that in the middle class parents they some sort of demand more from the children they they want that their children accomplish more, uh, do all kinds of stuff, especially if this is a middle class where uh, the parents were upstarters. Upstarters mean they came from a lower class, from an, from an let's say, um, economically lower class, and they made it, if you want, they made it on top, or they have accomplished some, something, and then they became a middle class part of the middle class so there these people are very ambitious they want they they had to work hard to get get there where they are this is a, <clears throat> i mean if you if you some sort of raise uh, climb the social ladder it is possible when you are from the from a from a lower social class it is possible for now <clears throat> within the capitalist system it is possible that you can rise the ladders but again you have to be, uh, probably accomplish more than someone who was born in the middle class because this person whatsoever has already the conditions and so on and of course you have to overcome the mindset for example in the working class there is some sort of a mind said that you will know um, that you sh should be happy with what you have and that you and that that hard work or labor's work the, or phys physical work for that matter is the most desirable thing and so 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 if you some some sort of climb the social ladder then you have to overcome the obstacles in your mind uh, which has been put in place by a social uh, class as well <clears throat> so uh, and those people who are mostly over achievers who who climb the social ladder then they demand certain things or more than the usual from their children and so on and so forth and this has of course implications what you might desire value system like i mean desire i mean how do you consider someone for example whom you perceive as lazy and whom you perceive is not very uh, ambitious and so on this is these things do indeed matter and they have a lot of common with how for example as a man what do you see in in uh, in the woman you desire their psychological how sh should she be how their psychological Opponents and vice versa. So a woman, <clears throat> a woman. What, what does her man should have? Uh, what psychological uh, aspects, character 
traits should he has he have so that the woman fell, feels desire for him again and we i we did not talk about this more explicitly only only <clears throat> and and we won't be able to <clears throat> talk about this <clears throat> In this podcast, this is of course that you have a hidden desire. This is what I, which makes it a bit difficult to talk about it because the subconscious is still, uh, it exists in my, in my view, the sub or the, your, your, your unconscious, your mind uh, still exists and within this mind there are cause hidden desires hidden desires like you you might you may some sort of grow grew up in a family where everything laborers where everything over um, ambitious and overachieving would be considered as desirable and yet you sometimes desire just doing nothing and then you some sort of have um, have a desire for for people people who surround you who some sort of in a way are easy going so uh, take things f- things k- k- karma and so on so the opposite plays a crucial role as well uh, in that sense uh, it has a lot of psychological effects effects to us because in a way if you grew up in a, an environment where you always were pushed to the limits this could be exhausting then you some sort of desire someone or who is some sort of karma who where you look at them and you, you somehow see everything they do and so on seems so smooth seems so easy going and so these things have uh, can and are very important important as well so that uh, and it is it would be indeed interesting and it is of course a big issue because in sexual desire you desire or de- desire indeed something uh, which is for or which is out of reach as well so right now we my argument was uh, or, or my side uh, my thesis was that <clears throat> every desire you you have have some sort of must in, include some sort of fulfillment that you are being desirable that in a way or another that you have to imagine that that when I would have the chance when this and that would be happening or would happen then I would have a chance to to go out with this woman with this attractive woman or <clears throat> and so on so so there <clears throat> plays a lot a lot of psychological facts to us are in place there and this is something we should always keep in mind however there is of course some 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 sort of desire this is the deep fantasy you have which is in a way not in the reach and so on this is something we will not talk here in, in in explicitly because it is difficult to pin it down I mean I said one thing yeah the opposite so that you some sort of let's say uh, this is what you some sort of have in married couples when they have been together for a couple of years then you have all this uh, all this tips uh, how to how to some sort of revive your their sex life and and so on and their role play plays always a crucial part and a role play where where you some sort of can is 
shape your daily routine, your life, and those role, place those sexual desires, and so on. They play indeed, indeed uh, a, a crucial part in your sexual desire as well. But again, it is not that so. It is not that simple that you can simply say uh, a woman or a man in this social position, decent. Uh, that then it then immediately desires the opposite as well. I mean, uh, uh, let's say a woman who is who is um, a woman who is who is in a way f- free. Uh, this is uh, actually very common as well. <clears throat> but a woman who seems some sort of self-sufficient, independent. Nowadays, some times have. S- sexual desire from uh, being together with a dominant man and so on this again plays in this in this fear and in a way overcoming the fear i mean again i will bring up bring up sex and the city i mean if you're the miranda type you of course have some sort of fears uh, about your sexuality that you're not sufficient enough <clears throat> and that you some sort of therefore choose men who are are in a way weaker who are in a way more controllable <clears throat> and like i said this is actually uh, indeed common especially among some women who say i don't want an attractive man or an over sexualized man because then you have to share them with others with other women who are maybe <clears throat> assumably have more sexual experience and so on however and in this occasionally then uh, this woman who has uh, who is not very secure about her sexuality and always some sort of prefers uh, a weaker man and in in that sense acts irrationally uh, prefers wicked man then some sort of has desire of a strong man and then she would be some sort of subordinated to him or not these these things they play indeed a crucial part however it is not that quite clear that we cannot say uh, per se yeah if this and this oh uh, or or we cannot some sort of uh, generalize it because these are very individual uh, desires desires in that sense <clears throat> you have to really look into someone's life this has a lot of aspects i mean this is as well in a relationship uh, in a relationship that goes over years the sexual the sexual desire is waning this is indeed what we have no, know a lot about. This is something you, there is a lot of literature and a lot of people earning money from. So, so some sort of revive say, the sexual life when you're above 40 and so on. And however, there, there are certain implications. And it would be too, I, I think it would not make sense in a way to, to go into too general. And so, and this is some sort of the bridge today to Alfred Adler, who was one of the uh, who uh, next to Freud uh, in in Vienna, who next to Freud in Vienna created his own school of thoughts. This is individual psychology, where <clears throat> where in a, in a sense uh, every individual uh, was considered as in the entity as an individual Alfred Adler uh, was this student of Freud and he talked a lot about 
about inferiority complexes and that you some sort of try to overcompensate them. I mean, this is what we have talked <clears throat> as well right now. I mean, this, this, you, this feeling of inferiority that you are not man enough or that you're not woman enough in an age of oversexualization. This is what we, uh, I, I notice now left out is of course the oversexualization of the Afro deity gender we have in our society has indeed effects on other women as well. I mean, women who do not perceive themselves as attractive women who assume that they cannot compete with other women and so on. This is uh, something indeed uh, uh, we have to emphasize as well. And with Alfred Adler, we have this, I mean, this is some sort of a, a presumed uh, inferiority and around this inferiority then a lot of, uh, if you want your behavior, this is very important. And this is the connection to desire, actually, with, with all these inferior complexes that these assumed or real inferiority that this then 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 uh, has a lot of impact on your behavior, on your desire as well as sexual desire. I mean, if you <coughs> Uh, and <clears throat> and this example of Miranda in a way shows. I mean, if you are some sort of do not uh, do not feel as a woman in for, or do not have the self esteem as a woman uh, in your sexuality, then you will some sort of choose the the weaker option. If you want some so one man who is controllable, the same goes to man as well. Man in a way <clears throat> of course there is this beautiful woman there is this gorgeous woman everyone desires but as a man you then do not assume that you can get her or or that she would be interested in her in you so that you then then again choose irrationally you then go for the type which some sort of uh, 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 admires you likes you for what you are this is the typical p cook who some so, sort of loves loves an loves an ugly woman just for the sake that that he can get approval just for the sake that he is is the center of her world and and so on and this plays a crucial part in it and this precedes in inferiority uh, as well as uh, so and of course we don't know how much actually this uh, perception is, is is or how much uh, uh, this is this society is permeated by this by this uh, conception of your own uh, inferiority but with within our over sexualized age you can say that those inferiority complexes are spreading with this over sexualization which uh, like we uh, analyzed has not only an effect to to woman as being the object as being the sole object but as well as as man so you have to be <clears throat> in a way achieving your you have to be some sort of a this potent man this role model of a potent man but you some sort of does not uh, accomplish it and it, it has as well as effects on women to be attractive to be this sexual ha have uh, the, this sexuality this thriving female sexuality and uh, of course a lot of feminists talked about this there is a f something you can uh, have to 
criticize as well, but of course, take it with a big grain of salt. And this is that in some feminist schools, uh, there has been taught that uh, sexuality or the sexuality women would experience would be nothing else than a male. <clears throat> sexual sexuality would nothing be else than a male desire so that the woman in a way has no own desire and therefore just only would assume that she would have a desire but her sole goal is to please men <clears throat> this is very common in or not very common but some female especially in the third wave of feminism which we talked about and some sort of re- cap here again so they, they did not have um, in in the third wave of feminism this is indeed uh, partially propagated that the woman itself is would be rather asexual would not re- really have a desire and they some sort of try to back it up with with uh, biological understanding so that women would have would need em- emotional connection and so on this is again something which i said uh, which uh, in in a way uh, harmonizes harmonizes with the perception of a woman that woman would only be some sort of gentle nice that they emotional and that woman would be in that sense would not be man would not be go straight forward and and so on and this is the reason why woman for example then would not look at the one's man's uh, physical ap- appearance but rather rather at his character and so on and so on i mean if you wouldn't if i wouldn't be better then i would say this narration was brought up by a man so 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 i don't think this is true i don't think that women alone would uh, that women disregard um uh, f- physical appearance in man there is of course a lot of study which proves that women indeed uh, lay focus on appearance this is where first in healthiness i mean if someone you are uh, around with is healthy or has a healthy appearance and so on this matters this doesn't only matter for women but this matters in general so and of course uh, other things too so i would not assume that uh, that women would not look at man man's physical appearance this is just a misconception however this was if if you want a psychological impli as well as the social implication again we cannot go too much into detail because in according with Alfred Adler I would say that every case is some sort of a specific every every human being has a specific experience in life this is how you see the world your your parents your siblings how you are being socialized your culture your religion i mean there comes a lot together and in a way to some sort of break it down to to one narrow uh, assumption would do wrong this would do wrong pardon me this would do wrong to the to the uh, uh, to the variety and intricate life stories everyone has so with some sort of will con- 
are finance with uh, with some sort of trying to pin out where we saw or which some sort of growth uh, or which uh, general implications play a crucial part in desire of course there is of course further uh, research interesting because uh, we said which type of women and and so on i mean we talked a little bit of blonde women Blonde women, in that sense, they 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 still have some sort of value within the society. I mean, scare city, for example, here in Turkey, blonde women, uh, naturally, blonde women are being considered desirable because there's rare Turkish people or Turkish women that don't. There there are not many blonde women here in Turkey. This is this is rather scarce, blonde, blue-eyed, and so on. So they are being considered as valuable. You some sort of this is what you in a way perceive. So every Turkish young, or not every, but in my youth, in uh, among Turkish young young migrant. Boys having a blonde, blue-eyed woman was some sort of something you would consider as valuable. Having means having a girlfriend who is blonde, blue-eyed, attractive would would uh, be uh, was then some sort of uh, valuable and so on. <clears throat> and this is still to this case as well. I mean, the, uh, this is in the German sphere. I talked about uh, these blonde jokes. I don't know. I really have to look that one up. Whether there are as many blonde jokes in the Anglophone sphere as well as well as as there are in Austria and Germany, but in 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 the German-speaking sphere, in Witzer at T, you can I I think have over thousand or two two thousand blonde jokes and these blonde jokes always uh, turn around uh, one there or have this angled ankle that blonde women are stupid and in a way just uh, interested in sex or over sexualized so and this over sexualization of blonde women or that uh, would only uh, be find in sex or that blonde women are prone to have a lot of sex this is again something you find in in the society as well in over sexualization in over uh, that the, that the woman the specifically north european woman who is blonde and blue eyed that she is over sexualized that she is in the center of all attention this again plays in in this perception in the society in this narration in this society in this in this Aphrodite type whereas all other women we said for example black women black women with uh, with typical black uh, if you want uh, east uh, west african features they are not in the center or they are some sort of left out of of this uh, of this over sexualization you may only find them in rap videos i mean this is what we some sort of uh, only talked briefly but in the, these rap videos you have some sort of uh, a new um, uh, black identity if you want uh, and this this was started in the u.s with all this black uh, black is beautiful beautiful started in the in the civil rights movement and and so on and earlier so so you have some sort of a regain of identity of this attractiveness where, where black man always some sort of an identity uh, statement whether you you desire a white woman or a black woman this is at least partially 
especially uh, you can see this in rap videos where where you where you have uh, rap artists or rappers sing about the hoods about their life and there you see black women and not white women so because you would some sort of assume because many rap songs are about being getting wealthy are about being 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 uh, or having made it being able to get off the hoods and then you would assume yeah that every rapper then would immediately uh, uh, sing about having a white woman having a white blonde woman uh, and that the, she's some sort of his status symbol yet you don't find this this is partially because of the because of the black identity and so on <clears throat> as well as it would be probably uh, uh, this is something Something you have to say as well uh, if you if black rappers would uh, sing about having white women and uh, it is most likely that they would some sort of uh, would be uh, would get into trouble and mostly people would probably hate them. Oh, what do we do even worse? So there is still some sort of <coughs> barrier if you want there as well. I mean, this was so desire. Uh, this is, but we are not finished yet. I'm, I mean, I wanna talk about emotional connection. We we started this this with love. We we some sort of try to separate desire from love. Uh, what? Uh, how can we some sort of manage love? Or, or that love is an emotional investment. We call it an emotional investment, which lasts more than, uh, or which has some sort of uh, lasts uh, is not a short short and you some sort of uh, feel liking and pleasure by the existence of the other and uh, as well as you consider the desire of the other as well of your partner as well so emotional uh, emotional connection will be very important for us because uh, this is what we said about about uh, about your uh, your social milieu about your class as well that this is not complacency know that you uh, want to be among your among your peers we brought up the 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 example of french canadians who speak french who are among their own people they you some sort of feel at home you feel comfortable with your peers with speaking french and so on <clears throat> and their emotional connection plays indeed a crucial role especially when it comes to desire and i again we will start we will start with a definition of emotions uh, connections we will see then about that but emotions here again i i used google emotions are a mental state that that engage with the, with the outside world i mean this is are pretty much simple bear bear i mean there's not much you have to well, or there's not much information i mean of, of course this is uh, a little bit difficult in in english because uh, there are a lot of synonyms in german there would be different or but however we will some sort of use this definition of emotion Emotion, this really bare, non-saying emotions from Google Earth, are from Google Dictionary I wrote down. And we some sort of partially will recap uh, some of those things we said previously. And this is one thing is that emotions 
that they are not mental states. So you, uh, emotion is uh, something. I mean, what we have to say that emotions they have, of course, more than uh, just a mental state. Emotions are can be good and bad, but emotions do arose in your mind, do do arise in your mind, and and have uh, have their their implication in the real world. This is very important. So this means this means your emotions they may uh, have uh, are in your mind in your. In your in your thoughts, but yet they have a real world manifestation because emotions are always about something. This is very impo important, not only say philosophically, but emotions in a way. Always you have emotions about something, you're emotional about something, even though let's say you have a poker face, even though you some sort of hide your emotions, still, still you are. How you you hiding your emotions your poker face in the real world is a reaction is an emotional reaction your coldness your 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 hate your anger your hate your anger which some sort of uh, might be a a feeling of 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 of, of being demeaned inferiority whatever or your sadness this again uh, this may arise in your mind, but this has always an effect in your, in real world. It has an effect on how you behave, how how you act towards people, and so on. So emotions. This is not just a, a mental state which you some sort of uh, have to do away with it, and uh, and it's gone. So or that emotions would be only in your head and confined there, and no one would have access to it. Not that all emotions do have are visible in the real world. They they have their foundation in the real world. Like if you like someone, la love someone, yeah, these feelings are in your head. Of course, love is. I think it was even proven that with uh, a brain tom with a brain tomograph, it was. Proven, I think that if if you see a photo of a loved one, then you would have uh, some areas in your brain, some sort of get reanimated and uh, uh, and so on. So this means that love is something you can detect. Apparently, however, I mean you 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 have to indeed convince me that the, when you see the person uh, or see a photo of your loved one that it is really love you feel and not any anything else because because it could be everything it it could be if you see the photo of a loved one it could be uh, your excitement it could be um, just uh, just uh, desire i mean just sexual desire it could be love intermingled with hate and so on and i think they proved it because they some sort of detected some some areas in your brain working. However, nevertheless, if you love a, a person, if you have some sort of uh, this feeling of love for for a, a person, it always has has a real life foundation. This is how you talk with your loved one. This is how you how you behave towards your loved one i mean some men there are very famous examples some men they they make a fool of themselves when they are around their loved ones or some 
others they are cold and so on or, or uh, some others are just petulant and so on so this has uh, indeed affects our behavior affects how we how we conduct ourselves and here then we have then is what emotional connection so there is emotional connections this feeling of this an emotional connection is something is a feeling or an affection you have for another person you consider as your part as part of you as part of your investment and as part of your life you have a connections to them to to this person this must not be a desire per se think about think about this connection you have to friends this is not a connection of desire this is a connection of 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 identity of of being a part of a group uh, of well-being what have you so friendship is not built on desire <clears throat> it would be weird Uh, or it is just an, uh, not friendship at, at all. Desire meaning in our sense sexual desire. Of course you can have a desire for friendship. Friendship, a desire to be with other people and so on. However, nevertheless, sexual desire is something you would not find in friendships. Rather, uh, a connection, emotional trust. There, is, there are a lot of words and, and emotional connection is something which develops over time so so you do not have an immediate emotional connection to everyone you may have some emotional connection this is connections this is something we will not uh, talk here about but some sort of emotional connection uh, sometimes people have for for victims sometimes you have for survivors of tragedies and so on especially when you had uh, your own share of tragedy so you you have some sort of a connection or emotional if uh, <clears throat> there's a, a german word for it mit gefühl which has uh, which was made very popular by a uh, uh, austrian philosopher max scheler <clears throat> and there you have some so, sort of investment in in, in some uh, in in uh, a person's life that you some sort of under understand it that this is that this is severe and so on even though there are some forms where you understand it or think that you understand it because you think this is uh, you you who are being demeaned or whatever or this is you or this is about you or you have understanding because this is severe this is tragic and so on in order to make this clear i mean we talked about fear we talked about sexual fear and we talked about men uh, who are not or who are put under under pressure to be this single breadwinner as well as women who have to be this over sexualized woman and 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 so on and some sort of behave in a certain way and then you some sort of have have an emotional connection to to women or let's make it concrete let's say a man in a way uh, was was uh, betrayed by his wife and and this is something we always see in the news papers there was a man who who worked his ass off i mean this is at least what is propagated in the news papers someone worked his ass off someone uh, provided for his family and his wife cheated on him 
this is something which typically hits in this male fear. I mean, the fear not being enough, fear that you cannot accomplish or that you cannot be this man which society expects you to be. We talked about madman where you have some sort of a escape route and, and so on, some sort of always have to over compensate and so on however and this this incident if you want that this news that a, a man who did everything for his family and then his unthankful wife cheated on him this has of course an, a, a very emotional connection to Adam other man as well and this is something then which goes beyond psychological connections this has as well as connections for sociological implications implications as well i mean as a man then you some or some man think themselves in to this person this is even though you you read this about this person in the newspaper even though you do do not even see a picture or in movies this is a great example in movies they have you some there's a man who is just not being loved by his woman and this is so hard and hurtful for you and on a on on the first level of of emotional connections, if you want, you some sort of see yourself in this and say, "Oh my God, when this would happen to me, I would be devastated. I would be broke." And then the second level of emotional connection is that you. Uh, this is what Max Scheler then said. Yeah, this is what you are not really connected in your life and so on. So uh, to this, that you some sort of can distance your own personality from a, from someone's tragedy but yet still say oh my god yeah this is uh, this is this is uh, uh, severe this must be horrifying and so on this is for example you you fear or have this uh, connection or affection for people who went uh, who survived disasters or natural disasters and so on and and have lost all their homes and uh, and so on and you despite the fact that you have not been in the same position or that you do not fear this might happen to you yet you still some sort of have affection and and feeling of compassion towards this person who has lost every everything and and you have some sort of a feeling of sadness. However, this this sexuality, this emotional connections of sexuality is indeed a connection which goes through all uh, social classes and the vice versa. I mean, you have many women. Uh, this is, again, you see in, in the newspapers as well, a, a woman who some sort of was beaten by her husband and and she tried to emancipate. Uh, she tried to live free. This was especially after 9-11. You read a lot of uh, stories about Muslim girls who who tried to break out of of uh, break break out of their family chains. And every woman, some sort of read this. Oh my goodness, this is this poor woman, and so on. She has to go through a lot. She her sexuality has been cut and she cannot choose her own husband and so on and this led some sort of in an emotional connection of other women and so on but as well as men so men in a way the white man or in a way man then uh, this is something we will talk or have talked in uh, in the gender of 
calculations so some sort of this white man or in general man want to save this woman from a despot and so on. however these emotional connections they they indeed uh, have an implication for desire as well this affection this thing the uh, uh, this uh, connection then where you see your self in this other person so this is indeed very important as well because because one part of desire is that you or of emotional connection is that this other person is part of your life or that you perceive it as a part of your life however this is uh, something we will talk about the next time so this we are heading towards towards our end of of this uh, of desire we will some sort of see through it and then hopefully we'll come with uh, a good conclusion however this was adam kebas from Ordu in Turkey, we are still in the pandemic, I hope uh, that you all take care of yourselves so that we can uh, get through this pandemic safely. Bye. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.